Dear God, we just thank you for your word, and we thank you that your word is, um, is, gives us food for our soul. Father God, we thank you that your word, Father, gives us light in a path. And Father God, we just thank you that your word is, um, can equip us. And I just really pray for Emily as she brings your word to us now. I just really pray, Father God, there'll be no ceiling upon her. That, Father God, she won't put that on herself, but she'll be able to speak your word with confidence, knowing that it is the word of God. Uh, I just really pray that you will anoint her, Father, to, to say things that, may, that you would want to hear. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Tonight, I want to talk about trusting in his promises, trusting God in his promises. Um, I don't know um, if any of you know much about my background, but um, I thought I'd give you a little bit of uh, background to kind of my journey, where my journey began. So I became a Christian about the age of around the age of 14 years old. Um, I didn't grow up in a church. Um, my mum and dad, um, I kind of just went with my sister. My friend invited me to church one day. Um, to be honest, when I first went, I just thought it was a great opportunity. They had a youth club, a bit of sports and stuff like that. So I kind of just went for that, really. But kind of through that, I kind of actually found my faith um, due to my friend inviting me. And my sister came along as well. Um, so at the age of 14, I decided to make that decision for myself. Um, and that's kind of like where my journey began at 14. Now, a few weeks after um, I committed my life to God, my um, parents split up. Um, and that was quite a difficult time for me. Uh, I was 14 years old. I was probably just entering my GCSEs and um, my parents just decided that it wasn't working and my mum kind of left. And um, it kind of put my start of my journey to a really rocky place, really. I just said, yeah, God, I want to go for you. And then my parents split up and I'm like, oh my word, what is going on? Um, and back then, I didn't really know much about the Bible. I um, hadn't really read it much before that, but I knew that I wanted to follow God. And I didn't really know much about God's promises for me and what he'd got for me. So kind of when I was preparing this, I was really thinking about kind of how my journey has progressed through my, through my life to up until now and how I can see through God's promises what he's done in my life and I've experienced God's promises and I'm sure some of you here can testify to that, that you can live in God's promises and experience that. Um, so, so kind of a few years later, I joined a Christian year out program um, and was in that for three years and right from about the age of 14 onwards this this promise kept on coming up people kept on giving me this same verse and it was this um trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding remember the lord and all you'll do and he'll bring you success now this is a promise that i've held on to a lot throughout my life is trusting god um, and knowing that he's got the ultimate best for me and my life and i might not always understand but I remember who God is, and through that, he will, he will bring me success. He will, you know, do good in my life, and we'll see the goodness of God. So, so tonight, I want to talk about trusting in God's promises, and the promises that God has got for me is also got for you. You know, all the stuff I'm talking about is kind of what God has got for us as pe- his people, his children. So, we're all on a journey of faith. I don't know perhaps where some of you you well I don't know where some of you are at I don't know um what you're going through now I don't know what life's throwing at you whether you're going through a really good season whether you're going through a really hard season rocky season but tonight I just want you to know that God loves you and God promises that he will be with you through that 
Because God gives people the strength they need to sustain them through their circumstances to achieve victory. That is something that I've read recently. And I'm going to read that again because I think it's really, really, really great. That God gives people the strength they need to sustain them through their, through their circumstances to achieve victory. Because with God, we will achieve victory. With God. With God in our circumstances. In Isaiah 40, verse 31, it says this. People who trust in the Lord will become strong again. They will rise up as eagles in the sky. They will run and not need rest. They will walk and not become tired. So there's uh, three things I want to bring out tonight. It's always good to do three points, I suppose. (laughs) It seems like the natural thing to do. Everybody does three points. So uh, the first one is this. Um, God God promises to lead us as we trust in him. So God led lots of people in the Bible. Um, Throughout the Bible, he used Moses to lead out the Israelites out of Egypt. He used Joshua to take over from Moses to get to the promised land. God promised David to be king. And he promised Abraham that he'd be father of nations. And all these people in the Bible stood on the promises of God. They stood on what God promised them, unknowing what the time frame looked like. That it wasn't going to necessarily be straight away. Some of of these cases were years and years and years and years, people waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled. But God always fulfills his promises. It's not always when we expect or it's not always when we want. I am recently, I say recently, it's been quite a while now, but um, I started working, I moved from working in an adult's department to a children's department in a hospital. And that is kind of where I felt God leading me to. And it was all very exciting at the beginning. And then when I started doing the job, it is an absolutely privileged job to be in. I support, um, for those that don't know, I support families um, with children that have got, well, we've got children in, in hospital. Um, and it's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster for me because there's been days when I've gone in, I'm really excited. There's been days when I've gone in and thought, oh my word, what? why did God put me here? I don't really sure I know what I'm doing. Or there's been times where I've come home and got really upset. And then there's been times where I've been like, wow, that was an amazing day. What a real privilege to... So I've kind of been on a, a roller, coaster type, um, roller coaster, but I've really, you know, trust that that's where God is leading me and where God has got for me. And, and it's all about stepping out of your comfort zone, isn't it? It's hard. Sometimes it's really difficult. And I totally 100% believe that God has called me there. But it's not always easy, but I'm trusting where God is leading me in that. You know, in Jeremiah 29, um, 11, it says this, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a future, hope and a future. And that's, and that's, a, that's a promise for all of us. God knows the plans he has for you. And they are plans not for you to prosper, to give you hope and a future. And we can hold on to that. It says in Isaiah 41, 10, it says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not dismay, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you with my righteous hand. And this is the same verse, but in the message version. It says, Don't panic, I am with you. There is no need to fear, for I am your God. I will give you strength. I will help you. I will hold you steady and keep a firm grip on you. And that's amazing. I think that's absolutely amazing that I don't need to worry about where God is leading me because he's got a firm grip on me. And that is the same for you. Where is God leading you? You know, and, and wherever that is, 
God is with you. Don't panic. He's with you. He's, he's by your side. Do not fear, for God is with you. He'll help you. And where God is leading us, it's not always easy or comfortable. Um, and we can't always see the bigger picture where God is leading us. And that's not just in a job. That can be in your relationship with God. It can be any aspect of your life. You know, we can't always see the end where the end is, but God can. And, um, and God will lead us in that. Um, Moses, Joshua and David and Abraham were all chosen by God. And they were all people that stood on God's promises. And I'm sure, well, I know that they, they probably felt scared. They probably doubted. They probably got worried. They probably got excited. They probably had lots of different emotions. You know, Moses was told by God to speak to Pharaoh to let his people go. But Moses responded, um, I don't talk very well, so send somebody else, please. And kind of Aaron went and did that, but Moses still went as well. And um, I kind of felt like that a bit when Janet said, Emily, would you like to speak? I don't, well, you know, I find this quite nerve-wracking and quite like, oh, I'm, I'm not a big theologian or any, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, um, you know, when Janet asked me... Um, she, I was like, do you know what? I'm going to step out my comfort zone again and do it because actually God gave me a word. I believe this is what God wanted to say tonight and God, you know, led me in that and that is just by me trusting him. I might be a bit scared, might be a bit nervous about speaking, but God will lead me um, in that. So, um, and God, God equipped all those people with everything they needed and God fulfilled his promises and he will do the same for me and for you. So kind of, where, do you, where is God leading you? Is it something in church? Some of you might be sat here thinking, do you know what? I think I really could serve in this area in church, but I don't know if I'm, I'm quite good enough or I don't think I'll be able to do it or there's somebody who always qualified me. Do you know what? Do it. Step out. Because when we step out, God steps in. And, um, you know, I'm in, I'm in a room full of gifted people here and um, so I, I really encourage you, if some of you feel like there's something in church that you'd like to do, speak to Adrian or Andrew and, you know, step out for, for God. Um, and do some of us feel like Moses and David? Perhaps we feel a bit like unqualified or feel like we can't do it or have doubts. You know, I, I'd really encourage you to kind of hold on to some of the promises that God, um, we don't need to be afraid because God is with us, that God will keep a firm grip on us. God will lead us as we um, trust in him. And, you know, if we stand on some of the promises of God and trust in him, he will take you places you've never even dreamed of. And it's all about opening our heart to him, even, my, even if we might be a little bit scared, but just open ourselves to him and, and God will do the rest because God is a big God. Um, and all them people in the Bible, Moses, and they experienced God's promises as they allowed God to lead them as they trusted in him. And... You know, there's some amazing, amazing stories in the Bible of how people who stood firm on God um, and even they had lots of things thrown at them, they stood firm on God's promises as they trusted in him and God did some amazing things. So the next thing that um, I want to talk about is God's promises to protect us as we trust in him. Um, now, I like going for little walks um, 
I like seeing it the season when there's like swans and they have like little, is it a signet, isn't it? A baby swan, just check before I say. Um, and um, Lacey, um, Lacey's birthday last year, I decided to um, have a couple of her friends round to have a little camp in the garden. I thought, oh yeah, we'll go on this little nature walk. I've got it all planned in my head. We've gone this little nature walk. We'll walk down the canal and we'll have a really great time. And, and we kind of went through this little walk, and then we got to the canal, and there was like a little bit of a commotion going on. Like there were people just like staring. You know, you know something's going on, don't you? When everybody's staring at the same point. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? And basically, what had happened was there was a baby signet that had decided to go away from its mom, and it got himself into a little bit of trouble. And it kind of gone into this crate thing that was like sucking all the water in, and it was kind of stuck in there. And like everybody around was just like. Oh, how are we gonna, what are we going to do? How are we going to help this? I mean, I, I had got three, at the time, eight-year-old kids with me. I was like, I'm not, I'm not jumping in to, <laughs> to save it. But um, so the people out there with the nets trying to get it, and this signet is getting more and more distressed. And then there was these two guys, um, and they were just sat on the barge. And this one guy literally just jumped in, um, fully clothed, got this um, signet out, and then returned it back to its mum. And it was all a bit like, did this really just happen? And I mean, the girls were loving it because they were like, ooh, what's going on? The baby's one. And, and kind of, we were there probably for about 45 minutes watching this rescue. It should have been on like, you know, them animal rescue programs. It had been a good advert for one of them. Um, but it kind of made me think about kind of God and God promising to protect us as we trust in him. And see, that baby, that baby swan, that signet, wandered off on the path of its mom. <laughs> It wandered off. It went on its own way. And it got itself into a little bit of trouble. And it got trapped and it got stuck. And sometimes we can wander off from God and we can find ourselves in situations where there is no hope. Um, we feel on our own. We feel lost. We feel like we can't go back to God because what if he thinks this or what if he thinks that? And we just sometimes we can just feel like we're just stuck and we've got nowhere else to go. And... And thankfully, we've got a God that will rescue us and that will take us out of that space. And, you know, that signet, their, res- you know, their saviour really was them, them two guys who took them out and got it back to his mum and, and returned it back to the family. And God is like that for us, that when we feel alone and stuck and feel like there is no way out, God picks us up and holds us and protects us. It says this, so our hope is in the Lord. He's our help, our shield to protect us. That's in Psalm 33, verse 20. And maybe this is a promise for you tonight. Maybe you know, maybe that you need to know that God has got your life in his hands. That you might feel like you've turned away from God, but you know what? We can turn back to God at any point. It doesn't matter how far we've gone. We can always come back to God and God is there. And he will pick us up and he'll hold us in his hand because he is our hope and he is our help and our shield and our protector. And not only does he want you to stand in that promise, he wants you to experience it as you trust in him. He wants you to experience his hope. He wants you to experience that he is your help. And um, sometimes it's all about surrendering and just saying, you know what, God, I ain't got it all sorted out. I've, I've gone a bit off the track things have been difficult my circumstances have just got the better of me but I'm saying God here I am and you know what God just picks you up with loving arms and just says you know what I've I've got got a firm grip on you and um he's our hope
And I think that's pretty amazing. Um, because I know there's been times in my life where I have gone from God because I've either think it's a better way or I kind of feel like, oh, I can't go back to God because I've done this. Or, But actually, I've realized that actually going back to God um, is the best decision that I can ever make. And God is, is there for me. So the um, third point that I want to say is that God promises to empower us as we trust in him. Um, I said to Reuben, show me your muscles today. That was him showing his muscles. Reuben always says um, when he gets up in the morning, he looks in the mirror and he goes, Mommy, have I got a six-pack? That's what he says. So I tell him yes every time to build his confidence. (laughs) Bless him. Um, So do you know what? God wants to use you. And God will give you the resources you need. Um, I looked up in the dictionary, and empowerment means authority or power given to someone to do something. The process of becoming stronger and a little more confident. And I like that bottom one, the process of becoming stronger and a little more confident. Because sometimes, often we don't do something because we lack confidence in ourselves and our abilities. But actually, if we allow God to empower us, he'll give us everything that we need. And, he, and that confidence will come. That confidence will come as we step out more from God. That confidence will come. And I look back on, I kind of had a reflection looking back on my life when I was thinking about kind of how God has empowered me um, in the past and how he is empowering me now. And kind of the opportunities that he's given me. I've, I've led teams before. I've been on a mission to Romania I've worked in the community. And when I was thinking about this earlier, um, a story kind of came to mind. When I was about 14, 15, um, they did like a mission in my local area um, where I grew up. And they were doing this mission in like three areas. And there was, um, I'm from a place called Chase Terrace. That's where I grew up. And there was a, there's, a, there's Burntwood and there's Chase Town. And um, I went to a school in Chase Terrace. So I, when we were like going to be split into groups, I was thinking, oh, yeah. Going, going chase terrace, going chase terrace, because I don't want to go in chase town because there seemed to, I don't know if you ever had this when you were at school, but there seemed to be two rivalry schools and like nobody kind of entered their territory and you kind of stay where you're at. And I was like, please God, just put me in chase terrace. No, fine. And you can imagine what happened. I got put in chase town where I didn't want to be. And I was really nervous about it because like, oh, what if I bumped into somebody at school? And, but you know what? It was the best ever thing for me. And you know what? God did some amazing things in chase town. And actually... When I'd been there, I thought, do you know what? I want to work here again. And God equipped me with what I needed. And, that was, and, and for that time, it was the confidence to talk to people, talk to my peers, because there'd been this uproar about the schools being rivalries. But actually, it wasn't really existent. It's just somebody, probably somebody said, and then it just like went on for years through generations. People just thought there was this rivalry. But um, it was a real time where God really shaped me and started to shape my way of thinking because I'd allowed something to dictate how I behaved in another area. And actually, God really used me in that. He took me out of my comfort zone and he didn't leave me. He gave me all all I need. And kind of, you know, I don't know if some of you are, you've got kind of places you want to go or you're a little bit nervous, but, you know, God empowers us to do stuff. God wants us to be used by him. He wants to use every single person here. Regardless of how young or old you are, 
Um, God has got a plan and a purpose for the now, for your life now. And don't let, whether it's age or whether you can and can't do it, stop you from wanting to do something. You know, I believe that God wants to use everybody. And, and God still reminds me all the time, back to that verse, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in all you do and he'll bring you success. God wants to empower you tonight to go out and serve him, whether that's in the community, whether that's the people around you, whether that's in your job, your school, your college, wherever that is, God wants to empower, empower you. Because when we step out, God steps in. When we think we can't, God says, I can. Um, God will empower you to do what he has planned for you. Now, he didn't say to Noah, right, go and build an ark, but I'm not going to give you any materials. You know, God, created, God gave him the materials to be able to build the ark. He's not going to say to you, right, go and work across the world and not able you to get there. You know, God will, God will make a way if it's right and it's where God wants you to be. And we can't always see that that way because we, we always think logical about things, don't we? we? It must happen this way. But actually, God sometimes does something a little bit different to get us there. So um, we just need to trust him and allow him to be our provider, to step out of our comfort zone. And kind of when I was thinking about this empowerment, I was thinking about God empowering us. But I was also thinking how we can empower each other. Um, God wants us to, you know get alongside one another he wants us to build one another up um you know god has put people in my life that have really challenged me to step out for god and really kind of encouraged me and built me up and and kind of i won't be here today if it's not from god putting them in my life to encourage me because it's it's people throughout my journey the youth workers that i used to have the church leaders it's the people i work with in my workplace people who encourage me in my work you know it's They've helped shape me to kind of where I am today. And, you know, kind of I want to think about um, in Hebrews 12, verse 1, it says, we have around us many people whose lives tell us what faith means. So let us run the race that is before us and never give up. And it says in this version, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which we cling to so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set out for us we are we are in this together we're we're doing life together um i'm doing life with the people i'm at work with i work with them a couple of days a week they're part of my life um and i know for me i want to be a person that when i go into work i want to you know get alongside people when they feel like they're not good enough to say you are good enough because i know a god who thinks i'm good enough um I know that, and I know there's a God that thinks they're good enough. And I want to tell them that. I want to tell them that there's a God out there that loves them, that cares about them, that when they feel alone, there's somebody there. And that isn't always easy. I'm not saying that I'll go to work and say it to everybody or I'll go to my neighbours and say that. But I'd like to think in my actions that I'm showing God's love as well as my words. I um, recently um, went to Reuben and Lacey's sports day. Uh, I'd just like to say I did do the mum's race twice. And I didn't win. Um, do you know what? I did it a few years ago. And I, I was, was going to show the video, but then I kind of backed out. It's, I did the mum's race about two years ago. And my sister-in-law recorded it. And I was in first place. And then I got before the finish line. And I fell over. 
it was so embarrassing. I mean, Lacey, I mean, she gets embarrassed by me all the time, so it kind of did nothing for her streak, but, um, so, but I did do it this year, but I did come last um, and fourth. Um, just decided to tell you that. Um, so anyway, so on the morning of sports day, um, Ruben come in to me and he said, uh, Mommy, um, probably not going to win anything. He goes, I'm just not very good. And like, that really breaks my heart when he says that because he's not the world's like, fastest runner. Like, I'm his mum, I can say that. Um, but I want him to know that just by trying hard, you know, he's just got to go for it. And I mean, some parents are like, we're all winners aren't, or everybody's a winner, but I, I'm very much the sports day, come on, you need to strive to win. You need to strive to win. You know, it's, it's about taking part, but it's always about trying to win as well. But, um, so, so I was like, Ruben, just enjoy it, just have fun. Mummy will be there watching you, and I'll be cheering you on. And, um, anyway, he gets up to the start of the race. Now, the children that he's with, one particular child that's in that race, I mean, he's fast. Like, so I thought, mm, I'm not sure how this is going to go. And, um, so off he went on his race, and um, he did it, and he ran, and the crowds go wild. Everybody's screaming for all the children, absolutely going mad. And, and Ruben came second three times, and they got a third. And we were like, he was there with his little sticker at the end, and he was really, really chuffed with himself because he thought he couldn't. And do you know what? He could, and I, th- and I think some of it is because there were so many people cheering him on and the atmosphere of people just, you know, come on, you can do it. It's something about it, isn't it? When people are shouting for you and cheering for you, like, yeah, you, you get this confidence from somewhere, don't you? And you're like, oh, I can do it, I'm doing it. And, you know, it gave him the confidence that he needed to run that race. And um, he was buzzing for days after. You know, he didn't come first, but he weren't bothered that he didn't come first. He just wanted to win something, um, and, he, and he did. Um, I mean, Lacey is totally different to a brother. She, she kind of won every race that she did, and she played it very cool. Like, she wouldn't even acknowledge me when she came first. She, she gets embarrassed by me. It was kind of... But I, I, I am one of those mums that does shout on the playground. I will, I will admit that, so I can kind of see. Some of you are laughing like you can believe that. I mean, you don't believe that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> They're probably better if their dad's there, because Mike's a bit more reserved than me, aren't you? So, um, so yeah, so God puts people in our lives to encourage us and, and to, to get alongside us. And, you know, the reality is we don't know what challenges people are facing. We don't know what, what people are going through. But what a great opportunity is for us to stand with one another and just be like, do you know what, how, how's your week going? Or let me just tell you something, encourage. let me just encourage you. Or, or keep going, you're doing a great job. Or... You know, we don't, we don't know, but we need to... I think it's really important, if we get the opportunity, to share each other our stories, share each other our testimonies, our successes, our failures, our burdens. I mean, you choose what you want to share with people, but there's something about sharing with people. And then you, you might realise a lot of people feel the same or have gone through the same, but we, it's like we don't talk about it because we don't want... Maybe it's because we're worried about what people think. But actually, there's something about kind of sharing and building each other up and encouraging one another getting alongside one another I know that's something that I've really valued and I like to think that um, 
for you guys and my friends that, you know, I want to be a friend that listens to people, that builds people up, that encourages people, that when they're down, that I can say, you know what, God thinks this about you. Do you know what? You're doing a great job. Even something little as that can make a difference to a person. Um, And, you know, when we stand with each other, we can empower one another. You know, when people say nice things about you, you start, you know, you might not believe it, but you start to believe it, you know, and God empowers us and God gives people to empower us um, to do what God has called us to do and what who God has called us to be. Um, and another thing, like, about Lacey and Ruben's sports day, and actually I found myself getting quite emotional about it. There was a child that was that was running and everybody else had finished the race and and you could just see the the lack of confidence more because you just thought, oh, do you know what? And the most amazing thing happened. Their parent ran round to the finish line and they stood at the end, even now making me feel emotional thing about it, and they put their arms out and they screamed like anything for this child. And the crowd, like, and people started to notice this and they went, the whole place went wild again for this. And do you know what? That child, confidence all of a sudden picked up and he ran to the end and he ran into his parents' arms. And I thought, do you know what? That's, that's amazing, isn't it? And that's a great picture of what God is. A great picture of who God is. And um, kind of, yeah, so, so in a, you know, a Christian life, I mean, these were only like short races, but, you know, Christian life is almost like a, a long marathon, isn't it? You know, it's, it's not just a quick finish. You know, it's a, it's a long journey. And sometimes we might sprint through that journey and other times we might hit a wall and we can't go. And it's, you know, God is behind us, God is next to us, God is in front of us and he's at the finish line. And there is people, you can almost picture it, God front, back, side and then people down the side. And that's us cheering each other on. Um, So we have the God creator of the world with us in this. Now, I don't know if you're in a situation where you feel like at the minute you just need somebody just to get alongside you and somebody to pray with you or just to listen to you or just for somebody just to stand with you. I don't know if that's where you're at the minute. I don't know if um, there might be people in our church that might need cheering on. Do you know somebody, in, I mean, this is a rhetorical question, but there might be someone in church that feels like they've got nobody cheering them on. And perhaps we need to be opening our eyes more to noticing them people that perhaps haven't got people around them. You know, perhaps, perhaps that's us being the people to go out there and getting alongside them and being, cheering them on. Um, so if anything from today, what, kind of what I say, that know that God is cheering you on and we can cheer each other on. That God is, is faithful in his promises. We can stand in them. And that when we trust in God, he leads us. He promises that when we trust in God, he'll protect us. And when we trust in, in God, he will empower us. So kind of that's kind of what has been on my heart for tonight. Um, I'm wondering if Mike could come back up. Um, and I, I think it would be really good to perhaps do that, to stand with one another and to kind of get alongside one another. And if some of you feel like you want somebody to stand with you and somebody to, to pray with you, you know, Let's do that. Let's stand with one another. So I'm just going to pray, and, and Mark's going to lead a song. I don't know if 
whether you want to ask somebody next to you or if you feel like you want somebody to pray with you or that kind of thing. Just if you come to the front, um, Adrian and Helen are here at the front, things like that. So I'm just, if you want to all stand and I'm just going to pray if that's all right. And then we'll go from there. God, I just want to thank you that you are a faithful God. God, I want to thank you that we can stand upon your promises. God, that the promises that you've got for our lives. I want to thank you that you have um, put us in a place in a church where we can stand with one another in you, Jesus. That we can support one another through our journeys in life. And God, I just really pray for anybody right now who feels like they just need somebody to stand with them. They need somebody just to cheer them on. They just need to know that God is with them. I pray for anybody that feels like they've perhaps gone away from God a little bit. Um, but they want to come back to you, God, tonight. I just really pray that um, you'll just fill them with your Holy Spirit right now, God, that you'll reveal yourself to them. I want to thank you that you will always welcome us with open arms, God. And I just really pray that if anybody feels like that tonight, I just really pray that they know they can run into your arms, Jesus. And God, I just want to, um, yeah, just pray, God, for each one of us in our journeys with you. I pray that you'll just empower us to do what you have called us to do, what you, who you've called us to be tonight, God. So, God, I just really pray right now that if anybody is feeling like any of those things, that you will just be with them. In Jesus' name, amen. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. Absolutely fantastic. We're going to sing and worship together. If you feel... You know, where, you're, where you are right now, if you feel, as Emily has said, um, st- someone to stand, stand with you and cheer you on, then if you feel like that, just while we're worshiping, put your hand up. And then, you know, if you're near somebody that puts their hand up, maybe want to pray for them or pray beside them. I think it is so incredibly powerful. You know, we can be in church, can't we, and um, not realize that the person beside us or behind us really needs just a bit of encouragement and so let's do that right now just for a moment or two so if you feel that you do feel like i just someone that would just stand if you if you see someone that their hand is raised and would you go and stand beside them and maybe go and pray just god be an encouragement to them and and if you while we worship together if you feel that you feel like that i i know myself what i'm like sometimes I'm, i'll be in meetings and i i i you know i won't put my hand up or, or, or but you know whisper it to the person that's beside you if you know that person you might want to do that so you know that's okay but you know let's not let's respond uh, in some way so and if you feel so emily said something else about cheering each other on i think it's so important that we do that maybe stand and just pray and encourage one another right now uh, and also as we step out god will step in maybe god's calling us to step out and God will step in. And if you feel that that's you, step out. God wants to step in. Then, you know, again, put your hand up and someone will pray beside you. So there's, there's two things there. So if you feel that you an enc- want an enc- a sense of encouragement, put your hand up. Someone will come beside you. And if you feel that about stepping out and God will step in, it might be at work. It might be in a family. It might be with a decision. It might be for the future. I don't know what it, what it is. Uh, somebody will come and just pray beside you, shall we? But don't go uh, and, and not 
and not. If you want to come and sit near the front or stand in the front, one of us would love to pray beside you and with you as well. So there's an option there. You don't, you don't have to come forward, but we would love to pray with people. But don't, don't, don't go away without, without encouraging. If, if you don't even maybe wait, if you know someone and you know that they need encouraging, then ask them, is it okay to pray for you? So we, you know, we, you may be here tonight and um, to know the promises of God, to know, because God promises goodness, God promises mercy, God promises hope and help. But to know that, we have to be living a life in relationship with God. And uh, coming to church is a fantastic thing. You know, if you pray, it's a great thing. Singing great songs, it's, it's, it's all great thing. If you read the Bible, living a good, great life, these are, these are great things. But we have to come to a place in our lives to ask God that we might have our, our relationship with him. And so the, 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 the challenge in our world is this, that we, have, we, we live in sin. Sin is living for our lives without God. You don't have to be a terribly bad person to be living in sin. People think to live in sin, you've got to be a really bad person. To, to live in sin is to live a life without God. It means to miss the mark. God's mark is a relationship with him. And so it's so important that our, our hearts, our lives are lived for God. And so what happens is the Bible says it quite clearly that, that we need to do something. It doesn't just happen by wandering along to find this. We, we have to do it. It's just repent. To repent literally means to turn around, to change direction in my heart and my mind. So to, if I'm living life me without God, living my, making my plans, doing my thing, God doesn't figure in it, then I need to repent and so to a, a turn around to say, I'm going to turn from living myself, from me, my, and I want to I live for you, God. I want a relationship with you. Now, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to bridge the gap. He came and was born as a man, born into this world as a child, lived, lived the life so that he could show us the way back to a relationship with God. When he died and rose again on the cross, he pays the price for us living for ourselves because when we live for ourselves it creates carnage and Jesus paid the price for all of that and so the Bible says quite clearly if we repent and believe in his son have faith and put our trust in his son then he will forgive us and maybe you're here tonight and you need to do that and so right here right now just in your heart in your mind to repent means to say God forgive me we just close our eyes together just for, we're closing at this moment but we want to give an opportunity to anyone here tonight and it's it will be a case as we our eyes are closed it's you know god forgive me to repent i repent forgive me for living for me just say that in your heart i want to live for you i want a relationship with you so i trust in your son jesus that you might fill my life amen if you pray that prayer, then have a chat with myself. I'll be standing at the back. We're having a cup of coffee. We're going to be mingling. You know, we're not going to question you and test you or anything like that. But we've got some literature we'd love to give you so that you can go away and think about that. That prayer is the uh, like a doorway, let's say. It's like the doorway to discovering and living a relationship with God through Jesus. And we've got some literature I'd love to give you and, uh, you know, uh, so that you can start your journey. And it, it might be you. Okay. And uh, if you'd like a, us to pray w- with you still about cheering you on, that was a great, Emily, that was so good. And we should, and maybe let's take that away and cheer someone else on. 
you know, in life and in church and uh, at the office or whatever it might be. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be good to exercise and just to do and release that. Okay, bless you. Don't rush away. We're going to be serving refreshments. We want to just mix, mingle and encourage one another. God bless you.